Hello, listeners. Thank you for joining us for the Real Perspectives podcast. We hope you'll enjoy this episode and share it with your colleagues and friends because it has some nugget of information that may pertain to your daily work. There are more episodes in our library, too, so if you like them or have any thoughts, ideas, or suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks again. Hello and thank you for joining us. I'm your host, co-founder and publisher of The Registry, Vladimir Bosanets. Welcome to today's episode of our podcast. If you're interested in the residential housing industry and the market that has the biggest impact on it, you're in for a treat. Our guest today is Wendy Forsyth, the newly appointed president of California, Nevada and Hawaii for Compass Inc., the largest residential real estate brokerage in the U.S. With 30 years of experience in the market, Wendy is well-equipped to lead all aspects of the company's operations across these regions. In this episode, we speak with her from her office in Orange County, where she shares her insights on the industry and the current trends shaking up California's residential real estate market. Wendy also gives us a glimpse of what to expect in the near future, especially with interest rates and other macroeconomic drivers shifting home buying. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the world of residential real estate with Wendy Forsythe. Wendy, good afternoon. How are you? I'm well. Good afternoon. Where do we find you today? Where are you located right now? I am talking to you from our beautiful Newport Beach office. Okay, excellent, excellent. Uh, I'm hoping some of the weather has subsided. That uh, it was, you know, bringing cool weather over to Southern California over the last few weeks. It it uh, well, it stopped raining, so we're happy about that. But uh, it is still a little cooler than what we would like here in Southern California. But a, yeah. a bright, clear blue sky today. Excellent, excellent. Um, well, Wendy, uh, by way of introduction, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background in the industry, and sort of you know how you got to this you know position and what what brought you here. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a journey. I have been a career real estate professional. I started selling real estate when I was in college, studying to get my business degree, and I've uh, been just very fortunate to find a career path that I was passionate about from such a, a young age. So I've worked as an agent, as an office manager. I owned my own real estate brokerage for a number of years and have worked on the corporate side um, in leadership roles throughout Canada and the United States. So um, joined Compass uh, last year in 2022 um, in the role of president for California, Nevada, and Hawaii. So uh, okay. three three great states there and, and just thrilled at the opportunity to lead uh, Compass in this market. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you don't mind me asking, Wendy, did you join before the interest rates went up or, or was it, was uh, it like, <laughs> during like the process? Just in the middle of it. Yes. Okay. So um, <laughs> it, it's always fun to step into a new role during a changing market. Right. Right. And and we we joke about this, obviously, but um, that has been um, a, a a big milestone for the industry. I mean, obviously, a you know big marker in terms of what what's happened, and we'll get into some of that in in our in our in our conversation. Um, but tell us a bit about you know your your role and kind of um, you know how big of uh, 
of the you know entire company are these three states, right? And sort mm-hmm. of you know what what what's what significance do they um, you know pose for you know perhaps a West Coast portfolio of Compass? Yeah, I mean we are a significant um, you know portion of the overall body of Compass agents across the country. We have approximately nine thousand agents um, in the three states that uh, that I mentioned. Um, do a significant amount of volume, and, and we can talk about some national numbers sort of later on. But uh, we're number one market share in um, Orange County, where where I'm talking um, to you from. Um, in many of our markets in the LA County area, um, and also in Northern California, in you know San Francisco and uh, related markets in around the Bay. So a significant brand in the real estate market here in California. Yeah. And Compass, um, you know, is a relatively newcomer to the to the industry. I mean, it's, you know, when it when it came, in, you know, the last cycle, effectively, it, it mm-hmm. sort of made made a lot of waves. Um, you know, how has the company evolved over the last few years? And, you know, what was the appeal to you um, at this point in time to join the company? Yes. And you're right. Compass is a, a relatively new brokerage in the industry. We're just over uh, 10 years old. So we celebrated our our 10-year birthday recently. And in that short amount of time, Encompass significantly changed the real estate market from the perspective of not only how we serve the end buyer and seller, but how we serve who are our direct customers, the real estate agents. So we went from a, a brand new company and in fewer than 10 years, the most productive real estate brokerage in the country. And, and that is due to the vision of our founder, um, a gentleman named Robert Revkin. Um, his mother is a real estate agent and is one of the sort of guiding lights behind everything that we do um, and really instilled that passion that we need to make real estate agents' lives easier and and better and that's what we live and breathe every single day yeah wonderful um so let's switch uh gears a little bit and uh talk a little bit about the market now Mm -hmm. uh compass obviously serves you know various parts of the market from kind of first-time buyers to you know all the way up to ultra ultra wealthy folks right um, you know, without kind of going very deep right now into the specific um, segments, overall, how is the market doing? The housing market? How would how would you characterize it? You know, kind of. You know, we 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 address the notion of you know the interest rates um, and the impact that that's had, and I think we 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 all know what what that's meant. But but here we are talking. You know, almost at the end of the first quarter of 2023, what is the state of the market? Yeah, I mean, it has been, uh, it's been a challenging time. Um, You know, the last year, um, the market has seen significant changes, Um, you know, with the notable decline in year over year transaction volume as a result of that, it's it's really, it's been one of the biggest downturns that we've had in the market in decades. So the the impact of that, uh, you know, rising interest rates, um, decisions made by, you know, the Fed, like all of those things that impact um, the housing market. Um, So despite that, um, you know, Compass continues to perform um, exceptionally well. So if we uh, timestamp to the end of 2022, 
Um, you know, we had a full year revenue of over $6 billion. Um, to give you a, a comparison of that, that was down 6% compared to our revenue in 2021, um, which was, you know, arguably one of the best years um, the industry had had in, in many, many years. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, when we look at, um, you know, that in comparison, we did over 211, uh, 200, 211,000 uh, transactions. Um, wow. And so that compared to the industry, uh, you know, we were down 6% that I mentioned the industry was down an 18% decline. So we're, we're outperforming the industry um, as a whole. And, and that is completely due to the exceptional professionals that we have here at Compass. Yeah, I was going to say this is certainly something that's um, you know probably the result of the of the team, um, right? More than anything else, that's that's really amazing. Um, as you look into you know end of Q one here and sort of how the rest of the year might be shaping up, are there certain you know trends that you're seeing across the market? And you know maybe this time the question could be more specific about you know what are you seeing for first time home buyers what are you seeing for mm-hmm. people you know changing jobs and kind of you know moving from one place to to another maybe sort of the you know this you know middle ground if you will and then what are you seeing on the high net worth and ultra high net worth areas yeah, this um, a lot of a lot of different segments there. Yeah. Um, so, so I'll, I'll try to get. We'll go, we'll go one by one. Yeah, that's yeah, right. right. That's right. I'll start a, a little generic. I mean, overall, um, you know, it's still a challenging time in the market. There's still a lot of uncertainty over interest rates, um, so that that impacts uh, you know buyer demand. Despite that, we still have inventory challenges where, you know, we have more buyer demand than we do have available inventory on the market. So, we, you know, we continue to encourage sellers that it yeah. is a great time if you're thinking of selling. Do not sit on the, the sidelines. Um, it's a great time to get into the market. Um, specifically, you know, when we think of different segments of the market, I mean, we're seeing buyer interest continuing to increase as now we move into the spring market. So, you know, signs that we look for are, you know, traffic at open houses. We are seeing increased attendance of people coming out to open houses because they're looking um, and actively looking to transact and buy, you know, in the market. We're continuing to see um, multiple offer situations where, you know, properties that are priced right are getting, you know, great interest from buyers out there in the market. And we're seeing that across all price bands. So not just at entry level, you know, what we think of as a first time home, yeah. first time home buyer market, but right up through into the, the luxury and the ultra luxury uh, markets. Interesting. Are you um, are you noticing challenges posed by people who you know basically secured amazing mortgages over the last few years and they're worried that whatever even if they sell the next mortgage they have to get for the next house is not going to be as favorable that's maybe keeping them in the house longer are you also noticing that because of uh, maybe work flexibility people don't have to move as much um, how are those those trends Im- impacting the market I think those are concerns in the market what we're finding is particularly helpful with that is education so you know our real estate professionals work very closely with our loan professionals and you know 
really understanding what your options are for your current mortgage, if you have one, or getting a mortgage, um, you know, if you're a first-time home buyer or just, you know, sort of in a position where you, you want to buy and would require a mortgage, there are lots of products out there and there's lots of options. So understanding what is available will help that buyer and seller like make a good decision for their future. Um, we know generically, I mean, this principle has not changed over time, that home ownership is one of the best ways to build wealth. And that still applies today as much as it did any other day in, in the past in the market. Yeah. And I'm a big believer in it. I obviously own own my own home. Um, luckily, um, there have been news reports, and I'm sure you've heard about this, um, and I, you know, somewhat believe that maybe overblown a little bit in terms of, you know, some of the first time home buyers buying during the, you know, pandemic, and then now they're sort of regretting it. Um, is that is that really a thing? Um, or or do you feel that, you know, maybe there's they're isolated examples of things like that, like anything else in life, right? Yeah, I do think that there's there's isolated examples of that. I mean, I can tell you anecdotally from talking with our agents that we hear those stories um, or those anecdotes of, you know, folks that thought that they would perhaps never have to return to their workplace or return to office. So made a buying decision based on that. And and now, so, you know, fast forward two years later or whatever that timestamp is, are in a different situation yeah. and perhaps are being asked by their employer to return to a specific physical space. So, um, you know, I, I think things like that always exist. People always, um, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? But I would say that by and large, that is not driving, um, you know, either people to stay on the sidelines or people to jump in. Those are more sort of personal decisions that, you know, homeowners are, are making along the way. Yeah. Have you found the lending environment to, um, you know, still be active? Um, what what concerns you there um, just in terms of, you know, the lending process and kind of, you know, helping your clients, you know, find uh, find the right financial solutions? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, we work very closely with um, Origin Point is our preferred lender here at Compass. Um, you know, our Origin Point loan officers are, are very skilled, and I mentioned education. Um, you know, they, they know their loan product. They're able to match the right product to meet the needs of the borrower. And, and that is critical in a market like this. Um, whether, you know, it's determining, okay, interest rates are a little higher than what I want, you know, what would refinancing options look like, like, how do I look at affordability um, on a month to month basis? How should I be thinking about that? So those are the types of conversations that our loan officers are having that very, very much help, um, you know, that buyer make that decision. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of talk, obviously, about, you know, the whole supply chain, you know, impacting really almost any industry um, in the in, in the world and any country perhaps as well, right? Um, this has also had an impact on home building. Um, 
in the great state of California where, you know, you um, live and uh, we, we do business in, obviously, mm-hmm. um, there is never enough housing, <laughs> it seems like. Um, but having said that, uh, knowing that some of the supply chain, you know, issues have subsided, are you noticing, um, you know, you know, more appetite for, you know, building, um, uh, you know, given sort of where the market is, you know, today and how, how hopeful are you that, you know, um, that will continue into this year and into the future? Yeah, we're feeling very optimistic about that. Um, I was talking with one of our um, top agents yesterday in the San Diego market area, and he was telling me about a, a number of developments for new construction that he has coming on the market later this year. Um, similar sort of conversation with um, another one of our top agents in Sacramento that's got a number of, um, you know, properties that will will start being built, you know, in the next 60 to 90 days. So we're, we're seeing that, um, you know, inventory kind of hit the market into the mid later part of this year. And I think that that's a very um, good sign. Um, I did find it interesting that both of those um, folks that I just mentioned that I was talking to mentioned that the recent weather has caused some delays um, for their contractors and for their builders, which is understandable. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been, it's been a very rainy uh, couple months for us to kick off the beginning of 2023. So, so that is impacting um, some projects and, and when they're, when they will ultimately get, get started. Yeah. 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 Um, overall inventory, how do you feel about it? I mean, you mentioned earlier that, you know, there's not enough of it. Um, so it is a good time if you want to be a seller also, but, um, how would you characterize that, you know, the rest of the market, not new home building, but just overall, you know, regular kind of turn turnover kind of product? Yeah, we're still inventory constrained. I mean, we'll be talking about inventory challenges, I think for several years. Um, so it, um, you know, it is still something that we deal with each day when we look at the the numbers kind of year over year of available homes on the market. We're not seeing increases in those numbers. So it still leaves us in a situation where there's more buyer demand than there is inventory. Yeah. Um, are there any special characteristics um, or things to highlight uh, just as you go sort of segment by segment, kind of things that you're noticing that are, you know, shaping the market? So, you know, I imagine first-time home buyers. You know, you know, used to be a certain persona around that, right? Has that evolved, right? Um, and from just Compass's point of view, like, are 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 you noticing some of their, you know, demands evolving and changing as well? Um, are they looking for different kinds of product? Um, I'm curious, sort of, what you know, how that's evolving too, and what what you guys are seeing. I don't think we're seeing any significant sort of changes or or evolution in that. I mean, ultimately, people want, you know, value. They want to live in neighborhoods that, you know, they they like, they feel comfortable in, they feel safe in. So I think like all of those things are consistent. In terms of actual kind of physical housing trends, um, you know, there was a lot of talk during the pandemic about the home office, the home gym, the home theater, you know, all of those things because we were so we were trapped, right, in right. our homes. And so I would say there's there's less of a focus now that we're sort of in a post-COVID environment on those sorts of things. 
Um, but I think that it has left a, a lasting impression on the consumer to think about that purchasing decision around like all the what ifs, right? Like what if I had to start working from home all the time? Sure. What if we had to start homeschooling? What if, you know, I couldn't go to the gym and wanted to have like a home gym? Is there a fourth bedroom that could be sort of this utility room for these other things if needed or a third bedroom, you know, for the same sorts of things? So I think that there are a lot more what if scenarios that home buyers are playing out in their mind in the, the flexibility that the, the physical home could have for them and their family um, down the road if those what if scenarios ever played out again. Yeah, and I would add to that a multi-generational household as well. Yes. Right. I mean yes. that that I would argue is probably a growing trend. Um is that is that correct? That's very correct. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, you know, for you as an organization, for for you as you look at your, you know, three three states and your nine nine thousand, um, you know, folks that you know if effectively work for you, um, what is your focus for 2023, and sort of how do you, um, you know, orient yourself, um, you know, towards towards that, you know, goal jointly. Mm-hmm. I mean, our focus continues to be, you know, laser, laser focused on providing the best support, the best service for our agent entrepreneurs. So those agents that partner with us here at Compass to, to build their businesses, we are all in on servicing those folks every single day. Um, all of our offices, you know, across the, the three states are open for business with our staff there to support them. This is an in-person relationship industry, and we very much believe in being there for those face-to-face um, you know, relationships and, and interactions. That culture is imperative to a successful you know, real estate uh, professional. Um, that then extends from our agents and the service that they provide to buyers and sellers. And their focus is providing the best possible service to the buyer and seller, educating them on the market, educating them on the inventory, educating them on the options so that they are making the the right decisions for them and their families. Yeah. And as you talk to your peers across the country that, you know, cover other regions also, you know, what are some of the things that are either, you know, unique for what you guys are doing and maybe similar to what your other folks are, are also focused on? Yeah, I think the um, the focus is similar. I mean, across the country, um, our Compass agents, I mean, represent the very best in, in our profession. So their standards are extremely high. So, you know, we focus on, on meeting their expectations. So that's, you know, everything from... Uh, you know, marketing to branding to technology to, you know, ease of the transaction. I mean, we have always been very much focused on how technology supports the real estate professional in their business. We're the first brokerage to have an end-to-end solution. And what that means is from the initial contact 
um, with a client all the way through to the closing. We have built a technology infrastructure that supports that transaction and that relationship every step of the way. So that ease of use is important to our real estate professionals, but it's also important for the experience that the buyer and seller has with working for with us. The, um, you know, the transaction of buying or selling a home is one of the most stressful, typically, yes. <laughs> that, that we have, right? Yes. So it's, it's our job to reduce that stress and create an amazing experience. And, and that is what we're laser focused on. Yeah, no, 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 that's, that's excellent. Um, this is a somewhat trite question, but I like to ask <laughs> it because I, I, I do think there are always lessons to be learned. Um, if you pan over the last sort of three, four years, you know, what are some of the, you know, lessons learned in terms of, you know, how you do your business? Um, did it reaffirm a lot of things? Did it teach you to do new things? Um, and then I'll ask a similar question for like a longer period, right? But, but, but just in terms of, you know, the, you know, what, what COVID has done to the industry, I would, I would love to hear your perspective on that. Yeah, it's, um, I think probably the the biggest learning, and, and I just mentioned this, that this industry is a relationship industry. I mean, the process of buying or selling a home, there's a big part of that when you're working with your real estate professional that is, you know, looking eye to eye and saying like, okay, is the advice you're giving me the right advice? Am I making the right decision? And that is something that really just doesn't happen the same way in a virtual world. Um, you know, it is much more effective when you're standing in the same room, when you're walking the property together, when you're, you know, signing the paperwork together. And just like that, that is married to, mirrored to our relationship with our agents. So I mentioned that we're completely an in-office environment. So, you know, we've not maintained a virtual work from home environment for our service and support teams that support our agents. We're in the office every day. They can walk in when they have a question. Our marketing folks are here to support them. Our agent experience team is here to support them. We're doing team meetings and education and events and all of those things that the real estate professional you know, excels when their mindset and their energy is, you know, in the right place. And that's part of the culture. And, and culture is really part of the secret sauce that, that we have here at Compass that makes us so impactful and that has attracted so many of the top performing real estate professionals across the country to choose to work with us. Yeah. Although, Wendy, I would argue uh, signing documents is not something I look forward to in a meeting with my agents. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's certainly, that's certainly part of, part of the process. We, we do do that a lot digitally, of course. Um, Excellent. There, yeah. there, there is there's a certain something about like the conversation that happens around that that I was alluding to more than the actual oh, I know. physicality I know. Of, of putting pen to paper. I know. I have to. I have to bring it up. I have to bring it up. Um, on a more serious note, from kind of lessons learned, um, you've been through a couple of cycles with with your own experience. Um, what would you tell your younger self in terms of you know the the industry and kind of you know things that you either wish you knew or if you could go back and sort of tell tell the young Wendy you know to um, <laughs> you know consider going forward. 
Yeah, I think I would answer that in, in two different ways. So um, just on a, a more sort of uh, general note, um, whenever I'm asked a question like this in terms of what would I tell my younger self about my you know, professional development, career, anything along that line, it, it is be patient. And, and I give this advice whenever I'm you know, fortunate enough to mentor or coach um, folks along the way is I think that we, we operate with such urgency sometimes in our careers that that doesn't always bring out our best self. And, and I know that's true when I think back of, of my career. So that ability to be patient and know that when we you know, do the right thing and, and put in the hard work that the right stuff is going to happen for us, whatever that, you know, is for, for the individual. Um, I still give myself that talk on a, a regular basis, <laughs> right. uh, you know, about sort of being patient. Sure. Um, in terms of the market cycles, um, you know, I, I lived through the 2008, 9, 10, 11, um, you know, market downturn, um, that was a very different market downturn than what we're experiencing now. Um, so coming into this, um, you know, changing market and, and the last six months and, and interest rates and, and uncertainty, um, you know, having that ability to be able to make the right decisions in the business um, is something that, you know, I'm extremely proud of Compass for doing. And as part of the big reason that I chose to join the company when I did is because of that, um, you know, strength and fortitude and vision that Compass has. And so specifically when we think of things like having to do cost reductions in a changing market, um, like those are things that are necessary to do and, prudent business operators have the ability to do those things proactively as opposed to reactively. And that's what I've seen us do here at Compass. So um, very proud of that. And, and that is a learning from the, the previous downturn where we saw so many people in business not manage their businesses proactively through a changing market. So uh, that is a big takeaway and a big learning that I bring forward with me through various markets. And I have to ask this question, but as a, as a leader of uh, your organization in California, Hawaii, and Nevada, uh, why should folks come work for you guys? <laughs> um, well, I mentioned we're a number one market share in, uh, you know, in these markets, in these areas. And, you know, if you're looking to take your real estate career to the next level, you want to surround yourself with other people that are playing at that same level that you want to be at. And, and that is what you'll find here at Compass. So, our value proposition in terms of technology, support, marketing, branding, I mean, it is best in class. But the main reason is you want to be with other people that are excelling. It's that, that old saying of like, you, you're the best of the five people you spend like the most time with. Um, and we just have the, the best in the business here uh, with us at Compass. So I, I, I'm just 
excited every day and inspired every day by, um, you know, the skill and the expertise and the vision of our compass agents across the, the area. And, and that's the number one reason that I would say that you would want to join Compass is to be part of that network and to be able to tap into that power and that ability to excel your own career. Wonderful. Wendy, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Um, stay safe and dry and uh, look forward uh, to you know learning more about what you guys are up to in the rest of the year. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. That was another episode of the Real Perspectives podcast, and we thank you for taking the time to listen to it. Conversations like these help us comprehend our evolving industry better and hopefully provide a perspective that helps you understand the dynamics of commercial real estate. If you like this episode, please subscribe to our show and tell your colleagues about it. That is the best way to spread the news and help us remain relevant across the industry. Cheers. Cheers.